You are listening to the No Longer Bachelor podcast. And here are your hosts, Martin Belmagna and Abel Gutierrez. What's up, buddy? Whoa. Dude, last one of the season. Yeah, right up front, I want to say thank you to anyone who's listened along at once, twice at all. Um, It's been cool. We did a full 10 episodes, and this season was one to recap, you know what I mean? Yeah, like like uh, Abel said, I'm on that with him. Uh, thank you guys for uh, listening and tuning in and texting us and messaging us and you know, shout out to everyone that's you know giving us memes and headlines and stories and stuff that we can Abel and I can reference to. So uh, My, it's been uh, a fun interactive experience. Who I follow now, like the amount of. I don't know how to say it. It's not my followers. Well, some had gone up, but the amount of people in my feed now, because I follow all these different memes and these different... I was following all the characters, dare I say, of this season, like McKenna, McKenna's Tongue, Mm. McKenna's Graham, not McKenna (laughs) Official, like that, you know, all of them. (laughs) It's a different, different uh, timeline you've got there now. Yeah, I have to delete some. I'm not going to lie. After this season, I got to, what's it called? Debrief and exhale. Yeah. Yeah, No, I'm here. I'm here. I have Um, my AirPods on talking to you, so that's why I was like, oh, crap. mm, Got it. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, we're, excuse me, before we we jump in, um, we are recording this. Obviously, uh, a couple days after the, fin- the the season finale and the show wrapped, um, and since then there's been some different breaking news, if you will. Yeah. Um, the biggest I think it one, helps. yeah, it does <laughs> for us. And I, I think, think the it's good one that we is, waited a couple days now. Yeah, uh, not because we wanted to. You know, we both had some setbacks. Uh, you know, my Abel, dads. my dad, yeah, we're both dads, both all that stuff. Um, but the biggest story to come out is that, you know, Peter and Maddie, who is our winner, I can't believe I actually called that, but we'll go back to that in a minute. Is she? Um, yeah. Is she really a winner? They, you know, they broke I up. I think we That's ended the... up with three losers. Okay. Who are they? <laughs> but we'll, exp- oh, just, <laughs> just go. Hannah, Peter, Hannah, and Peter and Madison. I just think all, who, especially you know, because of what we know day, a few days later after, seeing the live episodes it well we can start off at the top if you want to i mean yeah i i I want to but i feel like man there's so much to catch up on and you know but the the only thing the only thing i'll say the only thing i'll say to you saying the three losers um it's the only one i might disagree with is hannah ann um true true you know just because she was actually earlier today on uh the ellen degeneres show um, AKA Dory to you and your boys. Um, you know, they actually had her on the show and she has gotten closure. Um, you know, she says that, okay, I had it quoted here. Um, watching this season has been very helpful working through any unresolved feelings I had towards Peter because I was able to watch my ex fiance not only make out with every girl, but see him just mislead and betray me. 
And that alone kind of gave me the closure that I needed. And sometimes knowing that you deserve better is the closure that you needed. So that being said, I mean, our 23-year-old got closure and stood her ground, just like Madison did, as we'll also discuss in a moment here. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I think Hannah Ann probably came out on top. Yeah, um, that's true. She's probably going to have the, le- the least amount of scars from this. And in, in the end, she also does have Barb's love. Oof. Do you want Barb's love? I'm so I don't think so. Pardon me. I'm just telling you. Okay. But here, here, we'll do it this way. Here are the cliff notes. Um, Yes. The episode opened up with um, the Outback. Peter's ready to propose. Correct. Uh, Yeah, they they went to a different locale from the Gold Coast inland. Um, I I don't know why, but this is pretty good. But either way, uh, he's there. They're ready to propose. Chris Harrison comes up and says, Hey, um, I don't know how to say this, but I'm not 100% positive she's even going to show up. Because last we left it, him and felt really hurt by the idea that he was still torn between two people at this point. Like, Understandable. Right. Like, I don't need... Especially her... I just... It's it's not that um, omitting by lying, but there's just some things that... <clears throat> Excuse me. Like rhetoric would tell you, don't you don't say this to that person. Not if you're in a decision mode. It's not a. Uh, like he shouldn't say these things in front of her because it's both hurtful, and he it's his responsibility to work through that and keep. I don't want to say keep her safe from these emotion, these feelings, but like she doesn't need to hear that. It's just as plain as that. Like, <clears throat> I gotta stop that. Let me get a sip. Hold on. <laughs> Here's a quick thing. In college. I cast a show, and I let certain people know who, who they got the night before. And then I was taught, because of how uh, hurt feelings had happened, and basically, I robbed them the ability to go up to the cast list the next day like everyone else was going to, take in the information right there off the paper, not in front of my face, give them the uh, basically the respect and the ability to channel this information so I realized then that's that's where it is nice to kind of withhold something because it's just a proper it's they're gonna there's a time for everything and his time was not then to tell her that his heart is still torn in two places he needed to just realize it and get to his terms with that said I had to jump that in um yeah uh, she does end up showing up and he tells her that Madison left two days before and it just sounded like <laughs> you're my yeah. only option. You yeah. know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't know what what you think about that. Well, yeah, I think there's a there's a moment when he's explaining this to her by bringing up another woman's name during a proposal, which kind of seems weird to begin with. True. Um, there's this look on on Hannah's face that I think was everyone's face watching the show where he he mentions her how you know madison just left a couple days ago and she gave him this look like okay wait i'm sorry are you proposing to me or are you telling me that you're sad because some girl left two days ago like why do i give a shit about this basically um and it was just weird kind of left right dodging kind of i don't know it was weird the way he i guess proposed um It was yes, all just kind of on paper. Odd. You you would uh, you would throw up that draft if you had to read them. You're like, oh, I don't know, man. I think we start back at the top. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah, you're like, okay, let me start over. It, yeah, because it's like, okay, so Madison left. Cool story. What does that have to do with us? Are you proposing Again, to me or are you cut, telling me yeah. you're going to go chase her? To, all right. Oh, yes. I didn't even think of that, but that is how that sounds. That That's is the how beginning I would take of the it, same. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Um, so, yeah, in that moment, she very much, he, he is emotional, but we also learn he, his family is very good at showing their emotions on their sleeve. So when he is telling her he loves her and wants to marry her and this is real, uh, it's it's pretty, you know, it looks good. <clears throat> and she, you know, she does, she's excited in the moment she says yes. Uh, you know, they do the whole, oh my God, we're engaged. And then <laughs> uh, that's, you know, that's what we end with. So yeah. then Peter comes out as we do the kind of like the, these finalists tell all. And Peter's family's in the crowd. <clears throat> well, just mom and dad. Uh, and and basically it was, you know, he came out and was ready to start talking about it. Is there anything I'm missing before that happened? No, I mean, you, really we've, the episode kind of yeah, like that's, ends that was with like the, the last, proposal. Yeah. Um. Oh, you know, it's, it is a funny part where he goes home to tell them who he picked. Ah, uh, and like he, they make him like say it in such a l- prolonged way and delayed way. It's so irritating because we, I know it's not like no one speaks that way. People go, "I'm married, Hannah Ann," you know, or "I'm engaged to Hannah Ann." I mean, it, it was so silly, and in the way his mother takes information, she, guess what? She just starts doing, bawling her eyes out, crying. Yep. You're happy. You're mad. You cry. Man, and, and that, that's the second night that, that we're on now, um, when they cut back to his mom, kind of, you know, this is, this is where it's like, okay, she already knows what's happened. He went to dump Hannah and choose Madison. Her, his mom with her, like, hair chopped off, you know, looked like a new do, and she's wearing all black, and she just has this, like... Yeah, she looked like she was grieving. Yeah, man, she had this, like, pissy look on her face. I was like, ooh, she she clearly did not get Hannah Ann. Uh, <laughs> exactly, she didn't get it. And, yeah, Selfish. anytime... Man, the, did you see the gloves just come off between her and Madison? And, and it was funny, anytime... Oh gosh, yes. I think it was the one time actually let um, their their uh, Peter's dad speak, who I, I don't <laughs> know if you saw my Instagram, but I, I feel like I, I put a post that he resembles the actor Michael Shannon. Um, oh yeah, yeah. To me, he he resembles him. Um, but anyways, the only time they gave him anything to say, you know, he you could see his mom kind of she leaned over and like said something to him like you you better be on my side you you, you know you better oh, you better and he's just got this look on his face like uh, i i hate to be in this situation but you know he did make a good point um without being bitchy barb um <laughs> about how the beginning of of most relationships are usually bright and they start out bright and happy and you know all that and he said that he just didn't get that from him in madison which to me i thought okay i i get you you know everyone's on madison's side and and peter's side for that matter and and i was too except when he did point that out i'm like yeah whether or not they want to admit madison was already like in a pretty crappy uh situation if you will um just because it's like you told a dude 
you know, let's let's say he she gave him an ultimatum. He shit all over that and still did what he wanted to do, as he should. Um, But from that point on, she shouldn't have. I mean, you and I have discussed how she shouldn't have let it get as far as it did with her winning every week to week um, without actually saying all these things that came out. I think at the very end, like almost when it was too late. Um, Yeah. You know, because you can't. A lot more is riding on the line. Yeah. You can't you can't like. You know, think you're gonna you're gonna go with it, and oh shit! If I get myself in the finale, I guess I'll just say then that I'm saving myself for marriage, that I'm super faithful and into church, and you know that I'm not the kind of girl you think I am because, you know, it seems like his parents and and his uh, Peter's brother made it very clear that this dude likes to go party and line dancing and staying out with friends and I'm like oh what a bad boy he is he likes to line dance and you know meanwhile Madison's waiting to go to church or you know I don't know it just seems like they both lead lead very different lives and to to see Madison's Instagram you see how like uh, locally involved she is with like organization stuff and still stuff at Auburn she's she's Mm. fresh out so she's there's plenty of things that she's still connected to okay and there's a lot of other things that come along with a faith driven life like virginity um you know, like yeah. uh, the way you raise children, the way you uh, spend finances. You know, I mean, it's it's only but, uh, you know, like us. It's this. It's the first indicator of other decisions that are going to come down the line. And I do know that his parents are. They're truthfully like they know they just see this in the distance, and they're trying for them to be truth. Uh, like oh, own up to it, or at least acknowledge it, so we can be clear about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just weird that that she Barb does it in such a rude way. I don't get that. I know she's scared for her son, but it's like, come on, like. Yeah, I mean the the nail on the coffin, you know, was also in the very, the very end of all that when you know, Chris asked the mom or something and any last words, and his mom basically said, you know, he's just gonna have to learn from what from Fail- failure. Yeah, it was like he's gonna oh, have to succeed from, by failing. Yeah, that yeah. was just like. So come on, of course, when you <sighs> get the the news a couple days later, a day later that you know they break up, it's like, well, no shit. Who wants to spend Thanksgiving dinner with this lady oh who's gonna God. sit across I mean, the table oh. from you the way she was the entire time in the audience? Me and Lindsay were both. We I never knew how they were going to fix fix it anyway. Let alone what happens on national television now. Like, this one live night days ago. But that's how it shook out, is... She... Hanan Came on... Well, basically, after 30 days of not seeing each other, Hanan comes to L.A. to be with Peter, and he pulls an Ari from a couple seasons ago, and is like, Look, I can't get over the other girl. And she goes... You said you would be able to, just give me time. If you, you know, you're not being truthful, and she was really, like, I had no idea this young woman was so, I love the word concise, because, like, her words were so efficient, which means, like, they're well thought, and it's like, ugh, I was not, I don't think, I don't think I've ever pissed off a woman like that to get reamed like that, but he gets reamed, they break up, so then Hannah Ann comes out, lays into him completely, and I don't even know, like, to be in his shoes, like, how do you even, like, what do you say? 
Like, I, I, I had no idea what you were supposed to say. I just sat there and looked like a, a beaten dog because you should, you know what I mean? Like, what do you say? I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. I'm an asshole. I'm very sorry. I lied, or rather, I manipulated. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know what you do, but uh, he did his best. She kept getting applause and applause by his mother. And I'm like, your son's getting railed out there. <laughs> Where yeah. is this protection mother now? Where is this person who... I just, I don't know. See, that how, that's how, what made me... And, and leading the applause. I read Chris Harrison was... Because Chris Harrison, it was on that Roses and Rosé top podcast thing with Lauren Zima. And it's on E. And they always do one. And he goes, she was leading the applause. Like, every time those applause happened, it's because she was, like, clapping at that moment. I'm like, ugh. You yeah. love her more than him. Yeah. It's... It's also, she wants to say, I'm this protective mother. I'm looking out for my son and blah, blah, blah. And exactly. She's not, she, uh, she's protecting him to a certain extent, but the rest of the time it's, she's rooting for Hannah Ann and, and for his failure with, with Madison, because it's not what she wanted. It's what she wanted was Hannah Ann. And that's what she's there for, I guess, if you will. She's, she's, yeah. So she's basically, she's protecting her her ego <laughs> and not so much her own son. Yes. Cause like because, after, after, uh, you know, before she said that whole, you know, he's going to have to fail to succeed or whatever. He's like, I'm telling you that I love Madison and that should be enough. That should be enough, mom. That's enough. Like, yeah. That, yeah. Oh, well, uh, uh, but I mean, what do you, would yeah. you, we should touch base. Did you remember when Chris went to, to Auburn to see Madison, yeah. like unbeknownst so, to Peter? We all, th when I, I say we all thought, because the truth is, you look at the time, I look at the time on the, uh, you know, uh, the bottom of the screen, and uh -huh. I'm like, um, we're barely halfway through, and we're already done with Hannah Ann. Like, what, what, uh, you got other stuff up your sleeve there, Mr. Oh, Harrison. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, they, after the Hannah Ann interview, she goes backstage, and they all applaud her, obviously, and then they talk to Peter. He's obviously like, you know, it's hard. I, I get it. And it just sucks. And then Chris says something like, I just, I needed to, I felt like I needed to do something or something like that. And he, they go to a video and he goes to Auburn, knocks on the door, talks to Madison and says, Peter got engaged <laughs> or Peter proposed. Yeah. But I wanted to tell you that Peter is single. Uh, what does that mean? What, I don't, uh, uh. And then he basically says, look, he's into you still. He, he says he loves you. Uh, would, it, would you? Uh, yeah, I guess. And then he goes, well, pack your bags. Let's go, let's go talk. And she flies down. He's expecting to meet with, with just Chris Harrison. Uh, and then Madison comes around the corner. And I, I felt like that was authentic. Like, he really was shocked. Like, they didn't, he wasn't faking it for the moment. But, like, he was like, uh, what? Are you doing here? Because I feel like I've had that moment where something like that. I'm like, uh, am I on the spot? Am I on TV? Am I getting punked? Like, uh, so they talk. They basically kind of like acknowledge that they're both into each other, and then I guess they want to see what's going to happen. Yeah. Which is, you know, I, I was I I I, I wanted the scene to hurry. Like we all knew. Like don't. What is this bashfulness that they were playing at? I don't know. But basically, then all of a sudden they pull out Madison, or, you know, and Madison's here. So Madison comes out, and all I'm thinking is, 
Hannah Ann just poured her heart out, stood up for every uh, scorned woman, you know, and and in such a great way, like every nail. And then it it just just completely washed away because now all we care about is like, wait, are they in love? Wait, do we not even care about Hannah Ann? It just completely undermined everything that just happened. I was like, uh... I would be. I wonder if Hannah knew that Madison was backstage too, because they kept cutting to Hannah in a little window, like yeah. watching the moment. Also, yeah, because like they had to have known, to right? Don't they put them in the same green room? Dude, I don't know. Not I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, think about how people. well the mass singer keeps people away from other people. They make them wear visors. I mean, I know. I just. There is a way to keep a secret like that, you know, a couple green rooms, you don't mention it. I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed really weird that Hannah Ann would have would go out there and stand up for herself so strongly to just literally undermine the situation because of of the relationship because she literally was out there standing up for herself because he was in love with another girl and then the show went ahead and shoved those two people together like, eh, we don't really care that you got hurt, Hannah Ann. We need a happy ending." And so then, Matt, uh, I don't, ooh, did Barb know? Because that was the big thing. I was like, wait a minute. They pulled Madison out. It's a surprise to us. I wonder if Matt, if Barb knew that they'd even met. She looked like she had just watched that video of them meeting, you know, uh, and talking about how they want to try things again. So it was drama for your mama. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was. Um, um, but that's basically where we get to where the drama yeah. is. We realize Madison's like in the picture again. Uh, and then uh, they talk about how they do love each other. They do have strong feelings and that they, that is love. It is as strong as love, but whether they're not going to embrace it with each other, you know, I've always thought love is an ability. How long, how strong is your ability to do this for someone um, to, uh, and then to use love like a noun, like, or, or verb, excuse me, like their actions of like, you know, can you look past stuff? Like, how much do you love him, Madison? I believe you love him. Uh, it's easy to love someone. I just think, how strong is it? Can you look past the other girls? I think she was able to do that after time taught her. I really do love him still. I can't not. I, the girl, I don't even care now. I bet she really got to that point. I don't even care that he slept with Victoria F. and Hannah Ann. Uh, the idea that I might have a chance with them still is so strong that I want to go do this. And then she shows up, and Barb shits all over it. <laughs> yeah, and right there, it's probably like a which is clear what we want to get to. This was it. Yeah, it was a clear reminder to Madison. Like I, yeah, oh, I don't yeah. want this. Oh yeah, that's why this was a bad idea. Yeah, this is why I, I left two days early. I just, I don't, I don't know, man. I, the fact that the news broke that they, that they broke up. You know, sure. sure. I only want could imagine what, um, you know what what was said afterwards like like you said does madison actually love him like is it enough you know and yeah. i wonder if she was just like you know what dude this like looking back this looks horrible like she did essentially madison got shit on by her mom or his mom and you know i wonder if you know there there should have been kind of like the draft like in football or basketball when when there's not everyone is at the actual draft getting drafted, but some of the players are back at home in the living rooms and there's camera crews recording their reactions. Yeah. What if there was a, a, a production 
a camera set up in Madison's household as they watched this finale, you know, because I don't think their their parents, uh, Madison's parents, rather, would have taken it so lightly the way this Barb was like talking to to their own daughter, you know, and how Madison was like, you know, this is this isn't just Peter's journey. This was also me signing up to find yeah. love, which is obviously true. It's it's a it's a tango. It's a two way dance. You know, it's not Especially whatever Peter wants. Yeah, sure, at the it, beginning, it's like we're all just saying hello, but he's kept me around for, like, I've seen him more in the last four months than you have. Like, just trust, I don't, I know your son a little bit. Come on, lady. Like, I, I like the guy. I, I say it mildly, but, you know, I love <laughs> yeah. him. Like, ugh. Uh, yeah, you said something there that the parents, I'm surprised, you know, whether or not they were filming them or as they, I wonder how they felt when they watched. I thought, yeah, I thought that those parents, her parents there from Auburn, would be more, not I won't say rude and rude, but more stern and more uh, firm and kind of upset about the contradiction of a lifestyle. But Barb was like ten times over the top about this, you know, like it's just so crazy because I, like I've said before, like I I know those type of people. I I grew up in the church and I was like, they can be very kind of aggressive and just as. Uh, passive aggressive about that topic and about not feeling comfortable with who they are marrying or whatever. But Barb taught a master class. Like, I was, like we're national television, and I think that's what Madison mentioned. She says it towards the end, like, and so it's like the last moments where she just she can't force a smile anymore, and she says, "I'm just." I think that this is not. We don't need to be talking about this. This like, and she was right. We don't need to be talking about their relationship uh, in this uh, in this light at the moment like let's wait till the camera's off and we can all discuss again and talk about why it's probably not a good idea you don't need to throw me under the bus on national television <laughs> yeah <laughs> especially when your son who you should just support ooh i yelled at the tv i was like that's not support <laughs> because because i hate when people say that they're supportive because they let you go along with your idea i'm like no 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 when i say I'd like to, I'd like to marry this girl. Your first reaction cannot be, what are you thinking? You guys can't get along. This is doomed. And mm-hmm. then finally go, but you can make whatever decision you make because you're, you're your own person. That's not a, that's not support. Support would be like, well, I'd love to, you know, I'd love to talk more about this and let you know what I, what you might not be seeing for the future. But I tell you what, you love her and I support that. And that should be like the if the word support doesn't come out in the first sentence, then you're not a supportive person. I I, drew, I really like because how, how else are you supposed to behave and then call yourself supportive a supportive mother? She, I don't know, man. Someone wrote online like in a just a little post. Uh-huh. It was like I'll forever have peace knowing that Madison is in in Barb's renewal pictures. <laughs> I can just sit back knowing hey man at the end of the day you still gotta stare at that girl cause you spent all that money on a vow renewal man Ugh. yeah, yeah speaking of too I was I was like what is this success rate of this show because oh, you yeah. know just a couple days after this bachelor finale um, they're broken up which 
Others I feel like would take like about a month or two before actually coming out and saying they've broken up or whatever. And a, f- a, f- a fun fact is, um, so there's been, uh, what was it? 30, 30 uh, seasons. Yeah. Um, okay. 18 of them being The Bachelor and 10 of them being The Bachelor. So I guess 28 seasons. Um, but out of The Bachelor... There's only been two marriages and out of 18 seasons and out of The Bachelorette's 10 seasons, there's only been three, uh, uh, three marriages. So it's like five and that's it. Five total. Yeah. Which the, you know, The Bachelor has a better success rate at, I think it's 30%, which The Bachelor's only 11%. So I feel like it's, it's like you know, open season to anyone that just wants to literally not find love, but find a a social media career and get a following. Just say, fuck it, sign up, get on the show, get yourself on there. Cause even if you make it all the way, it ain't going to matter. Like with these, you know, low, low, uh, percentages. Dude. And so it's man, the, with the spinoffs they have now with that new singing one, Mm -hmm. they're going to have the, the the I almost said elderly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine like elderly? Oh man. <laughs> Wheelchairs and canes. Um yeah. no the the you know the more mature the probably the second the second time around, third time around, uh f- you know, that'll be interesting because they're gonna have like I'm sure it'll probably run the same like premise. And if they have hometowns they're gonna go home to like kids, like grown families like looking at their parents getting married again. Um, and then they already do Bachelor in Paradise, but because as we said before, we're a couple of days after the live events, uh, COVID nineteen has taken over the world. Um, please just wash your hands. Stop <laughs> buying all the toilet paper. To, to all you twelve of you listening, just <laughs> just yeah. breathe. Uh, take take nice deep breaths. If you feel tightness in your chest and shortness of breath, you know. That's the earliest way to detect any type of uh, uh, thing for coronavirus. But, like, it's shut down every major league. It's shut down Disney. Dude, when Disney shuts down parks, uh-uh. Oh, you know something's uh, up. Yeah, they, they were, yeah, exactly. Um, when Tom Hanks comes down with it. Uh, yeah, of all people, it got Tom Hanks and Rita. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, but anyway, to say that is uh, another thing I read is they've postponed both Bachelor in Paradise and the Bachelorette. So Claire is going to have to wait a little bit longer to find hubby. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know much about Claire, um, you know, from any of the previous seasons. However, based on the few minutes she had on air with Chris, I think she's going to be in it with like this cut and dry, no bullshit type of, you know, search. And I feel like she she might be fun to watch in the sense that like if any dude or bro, if you will, is just getting out of line or out of hand, she's just going to say, "Okay, go home. You're done. You're a child. You know, like I feel like she might be a very uh, dominant bachelorette, if you will. Yeah. Um, do you, in last in that clip or rather what am I trying to say 
in the live episode, the clip that they showed, you saw her um, with Juan Pablo. Yeah, that one was, scene. Yeah, and she, I remember I, I had forgotten if I knew she made it to hometown fantasy suites, mm-hmm. and then, uh, but I wasn't sure if she was like second or first because I know he did he did something weird. He like he was having really awkward dates with the other person and it was felt very apparent that he would wouldn't pick her and she was like young like really young and it's like well they're not jiving and then Claire's was is was kind of like Hannah Ann I'm here I am ready and I like you like full on like you don't have to worry about that uh, and then he just was like I can't choose you and I was like Whoa, what what is happening <laughs> so either way she got shafted there and then she did I think two seasons of BIP and kind of I think the first season didn't work out and the second time she did it again she almost she did leave with love but it again didn't work out and yeah either way Peru yeah I don't know anything else um no man I don't know I'm, I'm gonna miss you uh, we'll talk. Well, the <laughs> truth mean, is, no. we're gonna keep we'll, we'll keep making podcasts in the. We might we might broaden broaden the sense of the conversation and and still just have like our highlight moments of the Bachelor and as we talk about other stuff too. So yeah, we'll be around. We'll be tacking again. We 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 had mind to be ready to take on Bachelor in Paradise and then Claire uh, for Bachelorette. But, you know, like I said, things are getting postponed. Everyone kind of needs to put themselves on a quick 14-day uh, hiatus, you know? I mean, the, the safest way is they should probably start doing this this show like that one show, um, Love is Blind, on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, behind closed doors. <laughs> yeah, behind closed doors and just talk to each other and get to know each other that way. Um, which, that would be a fun show to cover um, and I've only seen like an episode of it. If you haven't, oh Abel really? Or we anyone watch, else listening? The you did? Dude. Oh okay. Oh yeah. Just. The the biggest little change to have is like you you just kind of get used to watching these shows now, and it doesn't really matter the exact way they do it. You just have these confessional cuts, and they can curse because it's Netflix. So they drop an f bomb. You're like, whoa, okay. Yeah. You're passionate. <laughs> oh, got you, got you. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I mean, if we want to, next time, you know, if next next week when we want to record something else, we can jump into that and just talk a little bit, at least just the pilot episode, too, if you want, because it's interesting. It, yeah. it was, uh, I don't know, it's just, the pe- I believe the people on Bachelor a little more. I, I just sense that the people on, that they cast for the Bachelor and Bachelor, Bachelorette, uh, whether or not some seem like goofballs and not there for the right reasons, quote-unquote, uh, they are. They would be if they. I think they jived. You know what I mean? Like I think even the the goofiest goofball, if that first night they like locked eyes and it was on for them, they would not be the goofiest goofball. I think that they would be all of a sudden really tied in. So the the one when it came to Love Is Blind, this idea that you're not even gonna see the person and then you're engaged and you gotta like when people finally get together and they propose it's through the door so like you still haven't seen the person it's anyway you if you watch it you'll get it (laughs) it's good though i mean if you want if you want some of that same drama it's there man interesting um 
so yeah, man, let's let's wrap up the episode as far as uh, the Bachelor goes. We we finished well, it off, and yeah. Um, what is your take? Uh, well, I was I was gonna be super proud and brag of the fact that for the first time of the few years I've watched the show now, I was actually mm-hmm. able to call like the 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 finalist and you know um say even though yeah. the proposal didn't happen to Madison directly it happened to Hannah Ann but in the end it was Madison the last one standing yeah. the, um, the woman he fell in love with was true yeah. Madison that is true yeah and I've always kind of been like you know had my my top picks and then it didn't go <laughs> through and I go really and, but this time I was like, yeah. And then, you know, a couple of days later they broke the news. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, do I, did it still? Um, so had that news not broken up, um, in all honesty, um, I would think that this relationship between Hannah, or not, sorry, Hannah, not Hannah, uh, Madison and Peter was just kind of a, from the beginning, just bound to not happen, not work. Um, cause like fake ass Michael Shannon said, you know, it wasn't so bright and happy in the beginning, uh, you know, with also the fact that the parents, you know, were already like not down with Madison with the fact that they supposedly had to wait three hours after flying across the country. Sorry, across the world. It was like, okay. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't Madison's fault. It was probably, it may, it may have been Madison holding them up, not intentionally, but maybe because she's wondering like, do I need to go through with this? Is this the right decision for me? You know, and for Peter, essentially she's looking out for Peter because she's like, yo, you're not going to be down with my lifestyle as I'm not down with your lifestyle. You know, so it just, it seemed like it was in turmoil from the very beginning. So I probably would have, I don't want to say, oh, I would have called that they would have broken up, but I, I would have, I would have called that, especially after looking at these stats where, you know, 11% of the bachelors have actually gotten married. Um, so that, 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 that was my final take, but it was, it was a fun season. It really was. Um, and I hope a lot of the hot messes like, um, Kelsey, the champagne and, um, Alea and, and even your girl, Victoria, I, I th- those would be hot ass messes on uh, Bachelor in Paradise, especially with some of the dudes. Um, I think that would be really fun to watch. How about yours? Your your uh, take? Well, from the get go, I too fell prey to Victoria F. I thought she really was just a bashful girl who she played you. Know, you. Wh- mm-hmm. She played me, dude. I fell <laughs> I fell for it, just like country music stars. Pilots, you know, married men in Virginia, I guess. Fish. Who <laughs> other people get come across oh. Victoria's path and get like toasted? Either way, um, yeah, you know, when I, 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 I thought, I, and I truly believe. Let me, let me rephrase. At the beginning, I think she was just kind of out of place, and the whole thing seemed like, what's the harm? I doubt I'll end up towards the end. Uh, she did show a little more bravery in those things. She was the girl in this season who would kiss on a group date. I don't care what on a group date. I'm going to get a kiss. And I always thought, like, if I were the bachelor, uh, you just, on a group date, try to avoid it. Just as much, don't even try to tempt yourself with a kiss for anyone. Don't get, even if they pull you aside, just, you know, it's a group date. Like, try to show that you can keep your head on straight. I know I'm dating seven girls today. I'm not going to try to give someone favoritism. It just 
you know, I don't know. And so there's always someone who gets that kiss on a group date and kind of makes other people go, okay, whatever. Um, so she pulled that a couple times and then also just every date they were on ended or mixed in with just was the major drama of, of other people, whether or not, like I said, it was a country star or, you know, someone from his hometown telling her, saying she's not a, or from her hometown saying she's not a good person or whatever. So Mm -hmm. in the end, I guess my, mine went to crap, but (laughs) I couldn't have guessed that that drama would completely be overshadowed by Hannah Ann's like brave stance. I really, I'm just, I was impressed and not just for the sake of a young woman, just like anyone who's ever gotten kind of gotten played in a relationship wishes they had some time to reflect and then come back with it, you know? And, uh, I've been played once or twice and I, you know, you never get, when are you going to, you're going to waste time trying to hopefully one day tell that person off. But, uh, (laughs) I just, that, that last episode really just completely like a Leia who a champagne. What? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, man. Barb was the most drama person in that entire house. And when it came to waiting for three hours, like, one, you're someone out there to talk to her. So that was a bit of time. So he was a part of it. Two, uh, production probably held them out for some reason. And three, you traveled here to do this. I don't care how much time you had to wait. You know what I mean? Like, you came to Australia to do this. What the fuck are you busy? doing <laughs> yeah for sure this wasn't the hometown like this you i don't ah she's not supportive uh what was funny or ironic for me was my parents were in town and they were using the guest room near the living room and we were watching the episode and the next day i was like i hope you didn't think me yelling at the tv about mother this and mother that wasn't about you <laughs> she goes <laughs> yeah. no no i remember you were watching the video what happened i had to explain i was like this lady is not supportive mom yeah. She laughed. She laughed. But uh either way, that's my take was my guess was thrown off by the person. You know, there's a lot behind the cover. Can't read a book by its cover, so Yeah. And who knows? Next next time around in the Bachelorette we will make better decisions as to who will the Bachelorette choose to uh, eventually break up with after the T V show airs. Um but it's it's been great, man. This is it. This was our finale, our finale of uh, the No Longer Bachelor podcast for thanks, Pete's Bachelor season. Yes, thanks everyone. Hit thanks us up support. still. Thanks for the sharing. Keep yeah. sending, keep sending them funny ass memes and videos. Those are those are great. So yeah, you can't like see them the McKenna tongue. Yeah, oh the tongue. Uh, well, yeah. Thank you guys from from McKenna's tongue to ours. Um, and all the way to Slovenia. We love you guys. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Don't fart in public. Do whatever you want. (laughs) Take care, guys. Bye. That's our show. Got comments, questions, and corrections? Email us at nolongerbachelorspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LabelLabel and at Martin Belmano. Subscribe, comment, and come back next week for more. Thank you.